Okay, I think we're live. So welcome everyone to another episode. I think it's six of Rolling the Ball with Lalo and Beto. I'm Lalo. I'm Beto. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been a while um, for various reasons, I guess. But we're back, ready to talk some shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So there's there's. There's a lot we can talk about. Wrong website. Um, but I think the first thing we're going to start with is the Man City um, Tottenham match. I was like, am I saying the right match? <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. You're saying the right one. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, man. So so why, why don't you walk us through what happened there? Like, what, 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 what the fuck? What the fuck went down? I mean... It's interesting, interesting to, you know, to see the match because like most of the most of the game was like dominated by Man City. They had the ball, they had the chances. Um, they just they had a lot more going, you know. But but as everybody knows, Mourinho's teams tend to be very resolute when it comes to defense, and that's exactly how he has his team playing again. Um, first off, the first goal. Um, Within five minutes, uh, you know, mistakes uh, to get a to get a son to have the ball, and then you know he scores. Like it's 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 quite interesting because most of the time that Tottenham have beat you know Man City or tied, it's because Tottenham scores early on. Um, and I say like it probably goes with like being able to, especially with the Mourinho team, being able to score early and then just be like, okay, now we're gonna defend and, and hit them with a counterattack because Man City or Pep, Pep Guardiola team means that they're gonna have to keep going forward. Um yeah, it's just I I I, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. It's like you know, I was reading that he just got a he just got a Guardiola just got a, a two year contract extension, and he's uh now his his role is to kind of do another wave of Man City success, um but the team just is not. It's like small mistakes that are causing them to get to this point. They are still to me being very dominant uh, in their style of play, but what's missing is one the finish. Two, maybe the creativity. Um, and three, the defense, like, I don't know. Like, how there's the small mistakes always are getting punished. They're getting a lot more, you know, the other teams are getting more clinical. And whatever little mistake happens, it's, it's how they end up punishing them. Which is, over here, it was like Kyle Walker was supposed to be having a fantastic season. Fantastic season. He's supposed to be really good and everything, and this, he ends up fucking up in this game, you know, against uh, Tottenham, and that's, he lost a ball. Son got it, and that's how they scored. Like, you know, it's it's um, it's just baffling to me, you know, that um, you know, he has both problems right now, both in the front because most of his, I mean, the front line isn't being as clinical as they should be. Which is going goes back to how we speak about, you know, I don't I don't remember if Raheem Sterling played. Yeah, he did. Of course he did. Um, but it's like you know he looks prolific and he looks nice that he's scoring his goals. But if he's missing, 
you know, 15 shots out of 20 and he's scoring five, like that's a horrible fucking, you know, rate to be scoring goals. Um, it's the same thing that happened over there. So it was like both defense and its offense are just, just not providing what they should be providing. It's um, that on the other side of that, you can't take away from, you know, Tottenham. Like you can see this team is, you can see this team is you know, basically just becoming a, a Mourinho team where like what he is about, the way he trains him, the way he gets his teams to play, Tottenham is playing that way. Um, and I think it's because because the Premier League has shifted to a more attacking attacking force of a, of a, a type of game, you know, when Guardiola came in, the, the whole revolution of changing the way that it's played. You, I can see why counterattacking teams are going to start having this, you know, this difference of success, um, because it's like now it's that's what's countering what was supposed to be like the the, the changing game style, right? Um, so it's like you know, just a year ago or two years ago, Jose uh, Mourinho's style of play was like outdated, and he, you know, he needed to change the times, and now he's looking like a freaking boss, bossing around. Teams that are supposed to be, you know, the teams of the the, the big teams and stuff like that, um, which is why like I said again in the beginning that Tottenham is one of those teams to look into possibly winning the Premier League. And I think right now they're like in first or second. They're first. Okay. I think. Let me check. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 a lot, man. It's um, you know. Uh, Rodri Hernandez is just not I think you know when Guardiola got him they thought you know they thought he was going to be like the next Sergio Busquets but he's just not he's not delivering um, I think what he was expecting from him uh, he was supposed to be you know the replacement for Fernandinho but maybe he is better at the with the ball but he's not at the caliber that Fernandinho was, you know, in the first year or two when they were winning by, you know, they won by a hundred points and stuff like that. Yeah. Cause you know, he kept it simple, but he was like clearing all the bots possible. You know, he was like that dominant force. that was just making sure that nothing was happening in the middle and they would cover the ball. And I don't right. see Rodri, Rodri doing that. And it's unfortunate cause I, I was expecting him to develop that type of player, but it's just, it, he's not. And then I think that's what's making a lot of the team, you know, suffer. Yeah. Um, I wonder, do you think, give me one second, do you think they'll take us down if I share the screen with the with the recap? Who knows? <laughs> or we're, we're still too small. Um, dude, before I forget, man, um, this has nothing to do with soccer, but we should probably give a shout out to our fans. Um we have people from United States, 88%, the United Kingdom, Singapore, Germany, and Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> at least Yay. one play. Yeah. <laughs> at least one play. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, not enough data, but whatever. Um, <sighs> yeah, shout out to them. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, let me see here. We can share the screen. Can you see this? Yes, sir. If I make it big, can you still see it? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. 
So I'm going to play the goal real quick and just kind of so we can have something to look at. Um, let's see here. Not yet. Sort of like the five-minute mark. It's right here because they score when they don't even – they were showing Guardiola, and then when they switched back, they fucking scored. Look. <laughs> there you go. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, so oh, – son of a bitch. So, I think, like, Man City has, like – I think they have problems in all three domains of their – like, the, the middle, the defense and the offense, kind of like you were saying. But the defense in this game was just horrible. Like, this should have at least been a nil-nil game, right? Mm-hmm. I think. Like, like that's kind of, like, the expectations you have for a team like this. But, but look, so let me see if I can – okay. So Harry Kane's right here, dude. And I, I don't know who this guy is. This might be Nevis, and this is Laporte. But this – they're not communicating. So when, when Kane does this, this is kind of like – I don't. I, I'm. I'm going to say this is this is what Pep kind of maximized in at, at Barca, that false nine where this guy will pull in here, and it leaves a space right to be attacked here. But but anyway, just look, right? Look. So he goes right here. He passes the ball. There's two guys on Kane, man. This guy, I don't know what he's thinking. He's just watching watching song, and then look. Both of them going for Kane and Son, Son uh, um, running through the back. You see that? Yeah. And there's two guys right there, and it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, and I, I think it, when Diaz realized that, you know, that Laporte was going for a uh, for Kane, like he's like, oh crap, and it starts back. But yeah, definitely, you know why the, and- the lack of communication. And now, <clears throat> I heard that you know. Sometimes that's that's why it doesn't help. Sometimes when a uh, a teammates don't don't speak the same language because they can't communicate as fluently. Yeah. But right there, yeah, it's a big blunder because like you know one of them should have been, I got him, and the other one you know tracked the other player. Yeah. It's, um, it was just just a simple mistake that they let you know let happen and stuff like that. And it's it's yeah it's uh, it's it's unfortunate. And and then this is the second goal right here. Um, I want to. This is something I didn't do, but dude, so Kyle Walker's up here, right? I, I think I think for me that one of the biggest gripes is that um, De Bruyne De Bruyne was the one who tracked who tracked back. Um, so okay, so we can probably freeze it right here. He's the one that tracked back to score the goal, and I'm all for like I want pitching in and being defensive but it's like dude why are you still <laughs> like why are you still up there and i think he doesn't have that that he's mentioned in some interviews where he's not the young man he was at Tottenham anymore where he goes up and down up and down mm-hmm. but i mean these are the details that are gonna you know cost you but and then this is where kind of like son speed um uh really messes up it really trips them up like they they don't it, it, you get the sense that they don't know how to defend um Right, because this guy runs here, makes this run here, and no one's really tracking this guy except the Bruyne, right? Because this guy's going with this guy, gives him a lot of space, right? Um, the center center forward gives him a lot of space. This guy right here, 
he goes with here, he goes with here, over here, and then leaves this wide gap open right here. Score. Right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that that's I kind of just wanted to sh um, show that um, to kind of highlight that they need to get their shit together. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and I think that's a, that's the part where it's like, you know, it's the next evolutionary phase that Guardiola needs to face, which is maybe, you know, making their the, the defensive line more static. Or, um, you know, if you're only going to only, only subject one winger, I mean, one uh, fullback to go forward, the other one stay back, kind of shit like that, you know, because when he impl implements those type of, you know, um, uh, tactics, which is, which, what we, which is what we saw when they beat Liverpool last season. Yeah. Um, it's when he, when his free-flowing type of game plays because then you feel comfortable with the defense line being back there. You know, likewise, too, like it's like, okay, we got at least one player per attacker, you know, that's going to be blocking and things like that. And so what we've seen from Guardiola is that, you know, for every league he goes to, or every you know couple of years, like he grasps something new that he implements, you know, some some new creativity to his style, and I think that's one of them. Like he just needs to be mindful that you know that these counterattacking teams are coming back again, so he needs to show you know the idea that he cares about not getting scored on, you know, like because there's only so much you can do with having the ball, which I get it, you know, if you have the ball, then you're less likely to get. Uh, attacked on, but when you lose it, what what's what's the what's the um, the choice, right? And then the last part that I want to say too is that you know we saw that both goals were because the center backs were talking to each other, or you know they seemed to be in the same page. <coughs> how much of a how much of an effect is it that? Maybe it's because between them or between the back line, there is a, there really isn't a leader in there. You know, when you think about maybe when you, they had company um, or even you think about other teams like, let's say, Liverpool with Van Dyke, you know, we have that one central figure that you see is constantly telling, look at this one, look at that one, pay attention to that. What are you doing there? Come back down and stuff like that. And I don't see that much going on with the, with the – Manchester City team. Now, is it because, like I said, Ruben Diaz, I don't know if he speaks English, um, but there's no communication there? Or, like, who, who's, the, who's the captain in that defensive line kind of thing, you know, to kind of dictate and put them all together to be um, doing all that, what they have to be doing, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know what's going on. That that on one hand I could see that happening, um, and on on the other hand it's like I do feel it's like kind of like music or mathematics where it's it's universal you know if you if you're left center back and the guy's coming in that area that's your guy and if you're on the right then that's your guy and whatever like there's like kind of known rules as to how to how to like defend and so I honestly don't know what's happening in 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 that in that uh, side of the park. And it, it's just, you know, I saw a lot of, I saw a lot of uh, fluidity with the team. It's just, there's no, there's no 
it's almost like not that there isn't any purpose, but there's no um, there's no knife cutting in that fluidity, if you know what I mean, right? There's no penetrating into the there. There was some to the, to Guardiola's mm-hmm. credit, you know, there was a goal that was disallowed because of uh, Gabriel Jesus' hand and, and whatnot. Yeah, but like it's like you know you have Ferran Torres having like a good performance for Spain, and then he comes back and it's it's he's all whacked out of sorts. Yeah. Um, and and uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, I th- I think I think Guardiola definitely will need kind of like another Fernandinho. You know, someone who's preventing counterattacks, someone who's doing tackles. You know, yeah. even if even if they're not a magician with the ball, you yeah. already have Kevin De Bruyne, you have Gundogan. <coughs> I'm not that huge of a fan of, but whatever. Yeah. Um, you just need that guy because. Because uh, yeah, they're they're getting punished. Um, and the it, other thing, what's up? I was gonna say, I'm like, it, it, you it kind of read my mind because I was thinking he needs a defensive midfielder like like a Casemiro, you know, or a, yeah. or a Conte that that you know they don't play, um, you know, the, like beautiful passing game or anything like that, but they can cut off the place, they can win the ball back, they do the dirty work that other people, you know, don't do just so, so they can allow the rest of the team to flourish, right? The creative players to flourish. Yeah. Um, that's definitely what he's missing, you know, because it's like, what's the point of having that defensive midfielder that plays nice, but isn't doing the work that other people aren't doing, you know? Um, yeah. To your point, that's like, yeah. And, 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 um, I think you do get a lot of if like if you have that you know and a, and a team's attacking you and you get the ball, you win the ball back when they're attacking you, they're exposed and I think you can make a lot of damage in that area. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they need a new forward. I don't know if even if they got a new forward, they'd be flabbergasted by Guardiola's system. Um, but he needs he needs to like wake the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. he needs to do something. Um, and I think um, so. They're, they're going against Burnley this this Saturday. And who do they play before this? Uh, uh, Tottenham. Um, whatever. The point that I'm trying to make is, especially more. This is, I guess, more importantly for Guardiola because when they played that other team and they won, some of the pundits were like, "Oh, like we're starting to see a more fluid city and blah 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 blah." I don't think we've seen a consistent city. Um, yeah. And with this Burnley side, they like it's very unlikely they, they could lose, but if they win, and, and this is especially for Guardiola, it's, it's, it's very important for them to be able to not be like, okay, we're back. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is it. Like, okay, let's go. It, it's, it's a, this is a stepping step, uh, uh, stepping stone for the future, for like, the future to get to that stable, like consistent winning, winning each week, week in and week out team. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, like I, I would not be surprised if we, if we see pundits, you know, uh, lauding this, this, this side, if they beat Burnley. Um, but anyway, in terms of Tonham, uh, yeah, good game for them. Classic Mourinho. We said classic, classic Mourinho. Uh, make, making tweaks to his system. Uh, quietly, I think quietly, 
becoming like the the head of the league um, definitely could win it. Um, but they have a tough test, I think, this week against Chelsea. Um, Chelsea. Yeah, who do you think is gonna <clears throat> you got for that game? Um, I personally think it's gonna be Tottenham. Yeah. Um, I think it's gonna be like another teaching class for uh, L- Lampard. <laughs> um, you know, for Chelsea, uh, just to go by this week, um, in the previous couple of games that they've been playing, even in the Champions League, they've had a lot more defensive solidarity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Benjamin, I mean, what's his name? Uh, that Mendy, goalkeeper, yeah. he's been able to keep clean sheets for them, uh, doing some stops that, you know, other stoppers haven't been doing. Um but there still seems to be some lack of um, uh, of plan within the team. Uh, you know, it just seems like, like you know, like Lampard is like, okay, let's just put you guys and go forward and try to score and use your creativity, which is not a problem, you know. <clears throat> but I think it's a problem when you come across a team that's that has a more of a, a tactical uh, understanding of what they're doing. Um, and I think that's what we're going to see. Uh, that's why I think Chelsea's going to lose um, because, you know, they're going to go forward and, and then just with counterattacking that Tottenham has uh, be able to do that. But just... <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, totally agree. I think this Tottenham might, it's going to dissect Chelsea apart. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I, I do wonder if Tottenham won't be as reserved as they were with Man City. Like they'll go out and try and play, you know. Um, yeah. But but yeah. So uh okay. So what other let's see, what other match did I want to talk? Okay. Liverpool. Yeah. Okay. So Liverpool and, and Leicester. So once we get to fantasy, I actually thought Leicester were, were gonna had a good chance against this Liverpool side. Mm-hmm. But like, it's crazy, man. That 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 team, even with their subs, like dominated or destroyed this Leicester team. Um, yeah. Uh, they have like I think they had at that at that point like five players out for some one reason or another. Yeah. Um. And and it's it's uh, yeah. I mean I mean, Le- Leicester also had some people out. I think, um, but I think I think a big factor for a lot of these games was the fact that there was this international break, and when every time you come back, I think the big teams tend to struggle more. Um, but the fact that they were able to win and beat this very strong side, despite of that, or in spite of that, um, kind of just shows their their quality, and it, it's. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I just don't know what else to say. They, they have a deep squad. They have a good squad. Um, even with all these injuries. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What did you think? <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Uh, I didn't see Leicester beating them. Honestly, I knew Liverpool was going to win. Um, I didn't see the scoreline being that for sure, though. I thought it was going to be like maybe by one goal. Hmm. Um. But yeah, Liverpool, like, you know, for as much as they say, oh, they don't have a, um, they do have a good team. And and I think it's a mentality too of what, like, Klopp gets his teams playing, which is like, you know, it's not about the individual, it's about the team. So, like, you, whoever you get in there, 
he expects to be doing the same thing as the previous person that was in there, running, hustling, trying to win the ball, trying to do all the all they have to do. Um, yeah, I, 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 that's why I thought I was like, okay, they're probably gonna win it. The only thing that I did see why I said like I didn't see them winning by a lot was because of the, the, their defensive fragilities right now. Um, but then I saw that you know Fabinho was back, so he was able to play. Mm. Um, and then they still had, they had Andy Robertson, which I thought he was gonna be out because yeah, apparently he had an injury, but he was back too. Yeah. So <clears throat> just that enough was enough to like <clears throat> be able to give at least like half of a decent defensive, um, you know, thing. I think also what it didn't help is that, um, you know, Leicester tried doing like a three-man backline. Um, you know, that definitely, as long as you have Mane in there, it's going to leave it exposed because, like we said before, he's the, to us, at least to me as well, like, um, is he's like, he is the, the catalyst in that team, right? Where where without him, you can see the team suffering um, or not being as strong as it usually is. Um, and this just good. We just went to show it, you know, like Salah was out and, you know, he does get all the recognition and everything and good for him and everything. But again, the catalyst of that team is Mane and you just got to see it again. And um, the other thing too is, you know, Jota has been playing really good for, for Liverpool and he's been delivering and, you know, you put him in the different the other side of the wing and look at that, he still scores. Um I do say though, I think Liverpool will suffer through the holidays. Mm. Um uh, if not, you know, you, you might get a little couple more injuries, especially with the with the intensity that Liverpool likes to play with. Mm. Um so that's why you know part of right now for me still I don't think they repeat the title. Um then I can see them falling down more, you know, um, on a pecking order. And I guess right there, it's going to be who takes advantage of, of, uh, of that, you know, that small decline. Will there, will Tottenham continue to do what they're doing? Will Man City get their shit together and climb a little more? You know, like it's, um, yeah, I think that's where that's where we're going to see Liverpool start uh, uh, going down a little more. Yeah. Um... For me, it's like uh, I don't know, man. They have they have a deep squad that can play. That's the thing. Like even with the kids, man. Um, and so with Ton, if we're talking about the the holiday season, I think all of the teams are gonna suffer one way or another, right? Yeah. And in Tonham, dude, if you get Son uh, Son 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 Song, I want to call him Song, but it's there's no G in there. Um. Uh, if you ha- give him or Kane or 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 uh, and anyone, it's I don't know. I think it's just a weaker team, but we will see. You know, um, yeah. So they they get Brian next next week. So do you think that's an easy victory, or do you think they'll struggle there? Brighton, yeah. Um. I was gonna say that they might struggle, but the one player that I liked that I could, I've been seeing provides a lot for Brighton. He's actually got a red card. Oh um, yeah, Tariq uh, Lamptey. Yeah, Lamptey. Um, yeah, like I, I remember the first game that I saw him. I, I forgot who they played. I was like, "What the fuck? Chelsea let this guy go?" <clears throat> yeah, so he got a red card, and he's gonna be out. But yeah, I think Brighton's been playing decent. 
Um, but again, it's like it's Liverpool. I don't, I don't, I don't see them losing. Um, at most, probably a tie. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Anyway, okay. Um, so we're about in. How long has this been going on for? I don't, I don't think. Um, maybe like thirty minutes or so. Um, is there any games that you want to talk about? Um. I guess just <clears throat> it's interesting to uh, just point out. I guess uh, Leeds and Arsenal they ended up zero zero. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, fucking Pepe giving a Sudan style kind of uh, headbutt. I think. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I read. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what a guy, man! <laughs> yeah, it's just you know, aside from the zero zero, like it's just it's crazy when you think about. How, how much does it take for a for a player to get at that to get to that point where I'm gonna be like, fuck, I'm just gonna get this, this guy a head a headbutt, you know? And we both, you know, us even playing the type of uh, amateur soccer we play in, we both even know that you know the psychology factor of it plays a big part in the game. You're walking around, you go one on one with the player, depending on what position you're at, constantly, and they'll you know they'll say little shit like. Like, why don't you go at me or, you know, like, or I suck or stuff like that. Like, just to get into your psych. And so that that whole situation, too, it's like, you know, was it something small? Was it something big? Did they tell it, you know, your mom's a whore kind of thing uh, to get him to feel like that? You know, um, it's just, I, I, it's just my, in my head is just playing like, oh, it's interesting what happened for him to be, get to that point. Just like Zidane, you know, like it, he said what he said, and that's why he did what he did. Apparently, um, yeah, but yeah, uh, you know, Leeds, Leeds just keep surprising. I, I kind of figured that they weren't going to go down this season, um, and the fact that they were were weren't able to win, uh, it's incredible. I think they had let's see, twenty five shots compared to Arsenal's nine. Yeah. Uh, possession was 67% compared to 33. Uh, it's like double everything, dude. Yeah. Um, but they were able to capitalize, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, it's, it's one of those where even though they weren't able to uh, to win, it's still it, they provide a lot of uh, entertainment because of the style that they try to play. So it was pretty cool to see. Yeah, so I saw the highlights and, and, and just seeing that it was it, – it is a very entertaining team to see. Um, and they, they, they just, they really did get unluck, unlucky, but also dude, Arsenal's Leno, their, their goalkeeper, mm-hmm. like, like that guy had some good saves mm-hmm. in that match. Um, not to kind of like monopolize this with city, but um, the Arsenal's one point above man city, but they're, you know, one game ahead. Um and leads. Do you do you see Arteta getting sacked if he keeps this up? <laughs> Arteta? Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I think that the that the team is like, from what I've seen, is that he, even Arsene Wenger already came out saying that you know that they should give him time um, because he sees that how much he's changing the Arsenal. Yeah. Um, so I I think you know it's going to be a season where again they are just going to let him be like okay. You're still trying to implement, you know, your style. Coronavirus happened. 
Um, we haven't been able to get all the players that, that you need for your type of playing. So, you know, we'll, we'll give you another season. Um, but I don't think this, they, they, they let him go this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like, do you do you think, you know, I think that is this, this is one of the worst starts for City, right? Like this year? Yeah, yeah, it's one of the worst starts. It's interesting. It's interestingly enough, it's the worst start for City and the Pep Guardiola, yeah. and it's you know for Barcelona and Messi, it's his worst start as well. So, yeah, it's just it's, it's very unfortunate. Yeah, no, and 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 I guess what I'm trying to get at is, do you think that they would sack if there was another another other coach they would sack this person, or do you think it's um, do you think they would still let them be? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think I think they would have sacked him. Yeah, I think if it was another coach, they probably would have sacked him just because they expected something else and they're not getting that delivery. But because you know the history that he has and what he has delivered for the team already, um, you know he's there. Um, they, but they, yeah, they believe that he can bring back. You know that winning mentality again, and you know I think he can as well. It's just um, it's a new challenge for him. You know, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so okay. Any other soccer news or matches or? Mm, right now, no. Um. What's the cup we got? Uh. Champions League right now. It's playing. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Son of a bitch. Well, what's it called? Um, yeah, Champions League's on right now. Um, Barcelona plays at twelve. So uh, I'm gonna fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just very unfortunate, like how bad they're playing. Uh, uh, they have a decent squad too. That's that's the other thing. It's not like, you know, um. Just this is this is outside of like Premier League, but just quickly, um, how much does it say about you that every time that Barcelona is losing, Coleman just throws in forwards? Like he's just like, okay, I'm gonna put another striker. Like, is that good? You know, good uh, tactical understanding, or is that just like, eh, I'm just gonna put another one. Hopefully, he heads in the bar or something. No, that is that is no good tactical understanding. I mean. That that's the thing, you know. That's that's the very that's something that I've been very interested in is is um like I mean we're we're we we're all like this is not our field or this is not our like what do you call it? Or yeah, this is not a field we're very knowledgeable in in terms of inside baseball or tactics or whatever, right? Like Yeah. But then sometimes you see them and you're like, What's the difference between you and him and me and him or whatever? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no, no tactical understanding. And I think for me, um, the I think when uh, what's his name the uh, what's his name Enrique Luis Enrique era, that's something that kind of upset me. Was that for for me? It just seemed like he would just put these fuckers in and then, you know, be like a dad where where or like your uncle where he he tells you these random shits as if he's a coach. <laughs> Yeah, like oh, go pressure more, do this, and I think that's why we didn't see a lot of a lot of success. We didn't see 
we didn't see the appropriate amount of success for the forward line that they had, like the arguably the, the, the best three forward line in the history of football, right? And I think we're seeing a repetition of that with this guy as well. I don't think he knows. Doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing. Um, couple that with Messi, you know, and, and I don't think he's playing well, not because he's declining, although I'm sure that's playing some factor, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But it's also just like, you know, with the whole shit that went bang, with the, uh, with the whole shit that went down in, uh, during the summer, it's it's like, how do you, how do you, I, I don't know. It's, it's just really weird because it's not, it's not a job anymore. It's, it's like a family, it's a club, it's your life. And then you are kind of like putting a lot, it, it does become tribalism a little bit, right? You're representing this club, you go out there and you give it your all. <clears throat> and then to do that after they were like, they grab you by the balls and you're like, no, you're not leaving, even if you want to. Like, that's really hard. And, and I think that's also a factor um, in their performance. But even then, man, like it's... They lost to Atletico, right? Yeah, 1-0. Yeah. 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 Why didn't Suarez play, man? Oh, he tested COVID positive. Fucker. So. <laughs> I wanted to see that. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting because even that game, it, it should have ended 0-0, but, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ter Stegen did one of those very rare very rare blunders. <laughs> um, you know, because he's really, he's really, really good goalkeeper. It's just that because he's daring, he, he's going to make commit those stupid mistakes. And that was one of them. You know, he went too off and Carrasco was able to capitalize on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. There's no real like good matchups, I think, for me at least. Um, the Champions League right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Only like Liverpool, Atlanta. I know Atlanta is, is a, a dark horse. Oh, Inter. Inter's playing Real Madrid, dude. But anyway, uh, yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's not something I would stop my day and watch for. <laughs> yeah. unless unless I was absolutely bored or something. Um, but anyway, cool. Um, let's see here. Yep. Yeah, Chelsea Tottenham this weekend. Leeds Everton is going to be like a good. Um, how do I say this? A good matchup in terms of their caliber. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's not gonna be like a Liverpool Brighton, you know. They're they're gonna they're gonna it's gonna be a dog fight, a, a fist fight. You hit me, I hit you back, type of thing. Yeah. Um, but we we uh, Everton won this weekend, but they're they're not looking like their old selves, right? Like nope. Yeah, what do you think nope. happened? Uh, I think just uh, what's it called? The fact that they were never, like we said, it's like he has his um his A team, and as soon as his, one of his A team is missing, like. His B player is just not at the caliber of his A player, so yeah. you know, a team's gonna suffer, and that's what started happening, right? You, you lost uh Richarlison for injury, I think Hamas was out for injury as well. Um, what's the name? One of the defenders was out, Jeremy. I got a red card for like one game or something like that. So it's like you know, as soon as you took that off, the team is gonna suffer, and I think that's it, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. So. 
Well, I think they were back for Fulham. 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 Yeah. Yeah, Mina and Rodriguez too. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that 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 I kind of I I, I think that's gonna. I mean, any Leeds game is gonna be very entertaining. I, I like for Chelsea Tottenham. I could see that being a boring game, kind of. Yeah. But but the Leeds Everton for sure. Um, and then Arsenal Wolves should be okay, I think. But anyway, okay. So you want to jump into fantasy? Sure. Okay. How'd you do this week? Let me see. League Let's see. Let's me off again. Forty-two points. <clears throat> so what happens? And that's because uh, Lamptey got a <laughs> a red card. <clears throat> I still had um. You want to share your screen? Yeah, let me get this. Okay. I can see it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a. Uh, um, I had a Lamptey, of course, you got a red card, um, Son and Aurier, um, Taurin, Jimenez, Calvert-Lewin, both of these two provided, actually. Uh, good good amount. Um, I thought the Alvacillo was going to play, but he didn't. He got Yoris as well. Uh, and then Pulisic, I thought he was going to be back, but then they said he was injured, so. I think he's back this week. Okay. But I don't know if he starts. Yeah. So... That's not bad. I, I mean, it would have been nice that this this, <laughs> this guy didn't get a red card, but dude, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, Elder Costa gave the ball away for oh, no, he scored a non goal. I think uh-huh. they fucking docked me like six points or some shit. Yeah. I think I'm gonna sell that fucker. <laughs> but yeah, this is that. This was it. What are your moves this coming this week? Do you have any moves coming? Um, I'm thinking. Well, I got to see the game, the games just to make sure who's playing who and everything and try to go from there, you know? Yeah. Um, so let's see. I'll probably remove, I'll probably move our Lamptey out. Um, let's see. Spurs. Uh, I'm going to see if I should keep a Pulisic or take him out. Because even last time, too, he was like, okay, he's going to be ready to play. And then in the warm-up, oh, he pulled a hamstring or fucking calf or something. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah, that's that's um, kind of the, the fun aspect about this shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, um, yeah, I think that's it. Because I I like how Tielemans plays. And, you know, it's just unfortunate that he wasn't able to deliver for Liverpool. Yeah. But they're playing Fulham, so I think he should be do, doing good. Yeah, that's the other thing, yeah. It depends yeah. on the team they're playing. and if Exactly. They, uh, Whoops against Arsenal. I actually think Whoops is going to win, so I'm going to keep those players over there. All right, man. So let yeah. me share my stuff. Okay. Let me see if I don't have anything here that's private. All right. Yeah. Make sure I don't see any of that. <laughs> so, so I got 64, um, but 
I got the free transfer week because Salah was out, right? Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to sell him because I have to buy him. He's expensive, whatever. So yeah. I just did the free. Um. So I got Leno. Um, I think I want to switch some switch Martinez out for okay. So uh, yeah, I want to switch Martinez out for uh fucking what's it called? Um, the guy from West Ham because he has like a lot of points, or whatever. But anyway, uh, Gabriel, Justin, Justin should have at least gone a point, dude. He did a couple good moves, but whatever. Um, I got Grealish thinking that they, they were gonna beat uh, who they play, Brighton. Or he was at least gonna do an assist or some shit, but he motherfucking do shit. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I like J- Jota. The, the only thing about that sucks about having him is that he, you don't know if he's gonna start. You know, yeah. I know he was gonna start this week, but I don't know if he's gonna start next week. Yeah. Um, but I do know if he he's gonna. I do know that he will probably play and he'll right. probably do something. Yeah. Um, so I like Song and Kane. Might sell Kane. We'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm on the fence with this guy. Yeah. And I also thought Vardy was going to be win in uh, – who the fuck could play? Oh, Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool. Yeah, I thought they were – but at least, Yeah, like at least score one or two. Huh? Yeah, but the, my, my mistake was I didn't even look at the – I didn't know Fabinho was back, dude. I didn't know they were going to pull Joel – I think Matip was next to him, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Had I known that, I would have um, – Switched it. I would have put in Mane here instead of Grealish. Mm-hmm. Um, and then – Fucking Cleach and Bamford with Leicester. I'm gonna sell one of these. I think they got their center back, back uh, their center center midfield back. Um, I don't know who it is though. Um, I do like Bamford though. This week he didn't give me results, but who are they play next week? We'll see. Um, Everton. Ooh, yeah. I got I got to think about that one. And then fucking Saha, dude. Last minute test positive for COVID. Yeah. The fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Fucker getting COVID, man. Yeah. That was like my bet. I was like, uh, but anyway. Um, and then I sold Con- I had Conta, Conta from Aston Villa. The mm-hmm. one week I sell him, motherfucker scores. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, yeah, we'll see. Uh we'll see what's up next week. Well, uh, well, yeah. this is this is my team, actually. This is my real team right now. So I'm gonna sell this fucker. How many free transfers do you get? You get one free transfer, dude. Yeah. Let's see, I have Gonza here. <laughs> anyway, whatever. I won't bore you with the details. But uh yeah. Sweet stuff, man. Sweet stuff. Yeah. Anything else you wanna plug in or talk about? No, that's about it. Like um Let's see how the next week goes. Yeah. 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 I don't I don't have anything else to talk about. Um oh I do kind of want to bring one thing up. The, the this whole like I I do think and I've been I think I've mentioned this before, not on the, on the pod not on the podcast, but like they should have one week where it's like free and then they should like at least subtract one game from like the holiday season. And, like, I don't know about you, but I get really, like, sad or really disappointed when there's no game on the weekends. 
Um, and also for the holiday season, it's fucking awesome because it's like New Year and then you wake up or and then there's soccer and then like yeah. Christmas and then you wake up or and then there's soccer. Like there's there's shit to watch. Yeah. Right? You're eating whatever. But but I would rather have the players be safe and shit than and miss a game. Yeah. Know? And I would much rather have like um like a much more efficient system for the international break um, to decide who goes to the world cup and things like that. And like have a week where they're just re resting um, because we're seeing like a lot of injuries. Um, well, that like, interesting to say that because that's why we're here. We're hearing, you know, coaches talk about, you know, how broadcasters don't care about players, you know, because they're trying to still get them to play, you know, heavy schedules um, just for, for the money rights. And then you get players like Cruz, We're talking about how you know the FIFA or or UEFA doesn't care about their players because they're making them play. You know they make these new tournaments and everything just to get more money, like like the Nations League. Like what? It's the stupidest freaking thing I've ever seen, man. And the fact that you know I I get it. It's a trophy, whatever. But what's the purpose of it? You know, it's just money. That's what it is. It's yeah. It's what it is. Um, and again, it's like a lot of people, a lot of these, like you're saying, a lot of players are going to get injured because of it. Um, and it just doesn't make sense. It's like, you know, we're just treating the players or they're treating the players like, you know, cash cows and nothing more. You're like they're not even humans or something. Like that. It's so I get it, you know, um, it's frustrating. And I'm glad to hear, you know, players start talking about it and coaches start talking about it too. That's one of the things too that I think. <clears throat> Because of the respect and the and the power that they, that Guardiola and Klopp talked about, I mean, have they're able to influence us outside of the game as well, right? Because they were supposed to introduce the the winter break this year, but because of COVID, they're not going to introduce it until next year, you know. But then this is like Klopp and Guardiola are saying, like, you know, this is this is unfair. It's not right. You're not even thinking about players. You're just thinking about yourselves and shit like that. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I myself too appreciate that you know I wake up and I can see games, and I think that's part of the reason why they do it too because there's not much else going on, they can get a lot more revenue like that. But you know, again, they're not thinking about the humanity aspect of all these football players. Yeah, like the like another thing is that the World Cup <clears throat> wanted to make it what, how many teams 64 or 30? What, what was the thing? They want to double it, yeah. So I think it's like 64. If I remember, 32. I forgot what it was. I don't, I don't know how you feel about the World Cup because my, my feeling is that, like, like there are matches that are, I'm going to see, you know, if they're good. If it's, like, Brazil and France or some shit like that, mm -hmm. like, I'll watch it. But it, if it's not my team, like Mexico or the U.S., and if it's not, like, they're in the quarterfinals or some shit, Yeah. Or once, like I, I, I'm not, I'm not driven as much. So like when you know, not not disrespect to any country, but when it's two like countries that aren't powerhouses, or that are, you know, and there's a lot of that in the group stage. It's already like okay, and to to like double that or to add more to that, it's it's um, I don't know. It it's just not. It doesn't make for good entertainment. The players suffer for it, and um. Yeah, it's it's fucking it sucks. Yeah, it just sucks. Um, but yeah, I don't know if they'll. We'll see. We'll see if they make changes. I guess you know. Yeah. Um. 
but anyway, that's kind of like the other thing I wanted to talk about coming from this um, international break. And it's crazy. It's crazy how many players just leave, leave their clubs and get injured. You know, it, it's, I don't, I just, I don't understand. Like I kind of see how they can get injured. And I also don't see how they can get injured because if like, let's say for, for me, like one of my weaknesses is like my hamstrings or my whatever, it's like, okay, like you, you do all this shit to warm up and, and to make sure you're fine. Mm-hmm. But then if, but then like, if you go off duty, that doesn't mean you stop doing what you need to do. You know? Yeah. And so, and it's not like you're adding an extra game. You're just, you, you stop playing in the weekend. The only thing that's like is you're traveling, I guess. Right. But yeah, I don't know. It's very fascinating to me. <laughs> uh, as well as like the, you know, the, the altitude and aspects of it. Like, you know, like, especially like, for example, South American teams. Yeah, you know, South American players going from you know being in Europe to getting down to you know where the altitude is much higher. Um, yeah, it takes it, their body needs time to to get used to it. As it is, you know, going from you know LA over here to Big Bear, someone you can feel the the change of um, of altitude. Like, yeah. can you imagine going from you know Spain, France, Germany, wherever to freaking Bolivia? You know, it's 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 insane. It's it's of course the body's gonna take a big toll and have to try to properly adjust itself. Like it's just a lot of unnecessary physical um, toll that it takes. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't have anything else to add. So um, other than that, I guess we'll. That's it. Yeah. So uh, we'll see you guys next time. Um, we're gonna share this if you enjoy this and sounds then, uh, good yeah all right see you guys peace